The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I once heard from the former chief rabbi of Britain, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, for many, many years, was the chief rabbi of the United Kingdom. And I once heard from him that when he was a student studying in Cambridge University in the 1960s, he was a very young, inquisitive, brilliant fellow, as he still is, a prolific writer and author, and he decided that he wants to go to America and interview great American Jewish minds about questions that are bothering him and disturbing him and, and sit on his chest, theological questions, practical questions, etc. And he made a list of approximately 50 great fertile Jewish thinkers, leaders in America from all different types of denominations. From uh, Mordechai Kaplan, from that school of thought, to Abraham Joshua Heschel, uh, to Rabbi Soloveitchik, etc. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, all different types. And uh, he got on a Greyhound bus for a few months. You remember the Greyhound buses? for two months, and he went from city to city, from town to town, visiting these people. So I heard from Rabbi Sachs, this was 1968, after the Six-Day War. He also managed to get himself an appointment with the Lubavitcher Rebbe in Brooklyn, in New York. And this was a little different, because the Rebbe would see people in the middle of the night. Most people give appointments during the day. <laughs> the Lubavitcher Rebbe would start his appointments 8.30 at night, and they would go throughout the night, till dawn, but not during the day. So that he's a British student, he wasn't used to this. So he said, I think, that he went in around 2 o'clock or so in the morning. And uh, he thought he'll sit for a few minutes, and he spent there close to two hours. And he asked the Rebbe all of his questions, all types of questions on Yiddishkeit, Israel, the Jewish people, Holocaust questions, difficult, challenging issues in Hashkafe, in Machshove, in, in thought, Torah, mitzvahs, the destiny of the Jewish people. He was very, very moved. And he finished, finished. And when he says we finished, he was ready to leave. The Lubavitcher Rebbe looked at him. And he was a young, somewhat of an agnostic, confused philosophy major of Cambridge with longer hair. And the Rebbe says to him, you asked me so many questions, maybe I'm allowed to ask you a question? <laughs> so this, he was taken aback because what does Lubavitcher Rebbe have to ask him a young student from Britain question. He says, the Rebbe says, I'm going to make it very short, not as long as you. I have one question. My question to you is, what are you doing for Jewish life in Cambridge University? So Rabbi Sachs, when I heard him say the story, he said, truth be told, I was doing nothing for Jewish life in Cambridge University. In fact, I was confused about Jewish life, and I was confused about my Judaism, which is why I made this journey my future was uncertain. I didn't even know what I want to become. My relationship to Judaism was not so deep and powerful. But what should I tell the Rebbe? I'm not interested. So he said, like a classic British gentleman, I gave him the following response. Lubavitcher Rebbe, in the situation I find myself in, and he was about to concoct the end of the sentence, you know? In the situation I find myself in, you know, I can't, I'm incapable, I'm this, I'm that. And he said, Lubavitcher Rebbe interrupted him in the middle of the sentence, would not let him finish the sentence. 
And I have to tell you, this was unique, because the Rebbe was a gentleman. He never, ever interrupted people, very rarely interrupted somebody in the middle of their sentence, even if they were speaking rubbish. There was a fellow, I remember, who came once to convince him to convert to Christianity. And he let the guy finish his sentence. And then he responded. There was a fellow I knew well who was in a cult. And he tried to convince Baruch Rebbe to join his cult in Philadelphia. He, f- he let him finish his sentence and give him his books. He was very, very um, uh, refined in that sense. Very, very, a very big gentleman, as they say. And Rabbi Sachs was a British. And British are gentlemen. Or at least they claim so. And he, here he says, he said, in the situation I find myself in, and he said, Lubavitcher interrupted him in the middle of a sentence. And he said, a person never finds himself in a situation. A person puts himself in a situation. And if you put yourself in one situation, you can re-put yourself in a different situation. And then he looked at him and he said, what I see is in you a tremendous potential, not only to have an influence on Jewish life in Cambridge, but to become a spiritual leader among the Jewish people and to become a rabbi to other rabbis, to become a rabbi to teachers, a rabbi to rabbis, a light to other lights. He said, he, Mamish, a young kid, 20 or so, 22 maybe, saying this would be me telling you that I see your destiny as being the first astronaut to land on Mars and live there and create a family there. Right? He was so far. And he said this story a few days after he became the chief rabbi of Britain and the United Kingdom in a very active and impactful voice and teacher to rabbis and for the Jewish people. But when I heard him tell the story, I understood why he interrupted him in the middle of the sentence, because that was part of the message. You have to be able to interrupt yourself in the middle of your mind's sentences. Our minds shoot forth thoughts all day. I'm stuck. I am found in this situation. And you are. You are in this situation. And it started when you were 14 or when you were 24. And I have to interrupt the thought and say, it's a thought. (laughs) That's what it is. It's a thought. It's a feeling. It's part of the movie that plays. It's part of the CD that plays. But then I could look and I say, that doesn't define me. It's not I. It's not my entire story. There is an I who is experiencing all of these thoughts. And then I can create a mechitza. I can create a distinctiveness. And then I can choose and I could say, the facts I may not be able to alter but I never have to be stuck or found in a situation. Right now I choose how I respond to the situation, how I view the situation, what I do with the situation, how I utilize the situation. It can become a springboard for tremendous awareness, if only that. And then tremendous growth. And then tremendous influence. And even if it's a difficult situation, that only means that the opportunities for the, in there are so much deeper. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.